You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Welcome to another Hot Mess Sunday. Hot, Extra messy today. I hot, promise that hot much. Hot, messy. Hot, messy. We are, um, mm-hmm. you know, we got it together. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like we always do. I mean, you don't need to know what happened before the bikes went on. You know, the Mm-mm. squirrels have hid their nuts. That I- <laughs> is what we have been doing. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, for the winter? Uh, oh, yes, they have. Yeah. They have hid their Okay, and, like, we'll the tree sort stumps. of follow you. On that great um, loose analogy. So it's been a good week. It's been pretty busy, crazy um, busy, and, crazy busy, and not just. I mean, obviously, personally for you. Yeah, yeah. I've had but, a lot of school work. Yeah, and our tough. and then what we do. Yeah, here with our has been insane stuff. But for fun things, because one of the mm-hmm. things that we are very most excited about in that grammatical order, very most excited about, yes. is something we've been working behind the scenes for a little while trying to do. If you'll remember, I don't know, was it a month ago that we mm-hmm. had no hate it on? Was, it was a couple weeks, I think. Three, maybe? Yeah. They, amazing, mm-hmm. guys. We talked about the no hate campaign. We talked about, uh, you know, basically they travel around the country constantly, yeah. and they're very passionate. One of the things we said about the, the two gentlemen who run it are that they, their passion, even over a phone line, was very palpable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an amazing experience if you've never been a part of it. And we decided Spokane had never had it, and we wanted to make sure there was a way to get it here. And yeah. the boys found a way to get them here. So we were able to announce this week the No Hate campaign is coming to Spokane. Outspoken is bringing them here. They're going to be February 16th, which is a Monday. That is. That it's going to be from 4 to 7, and it is being held at the Unitarian Church, the Universalist Unitarian Church. And that is up by uh, Spokane Falls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a big event. It takes a lot of work, but uh, it's worth it. So if you haven't gone to nohatecampaign.com, you should go there. You just click on Spokane as the city, and you can sign up and RSVP to go and be part of this amazing visual protest. Yeah. Really. Fantastic. And if you, like Jonathan said, if you haven't gone anywhere at any time, do it now. It's in Spokane. It's never been here. Yeah. Never been to Spokane. The east side of the state. Rarely gets yep. these kind of cool things. Seattle has it, um, mm-hmm. but they're going to come over for Spokane. So Spokane, go show your support and show them that even a smaller, maybe more conservative communities have a voice and we want to be heard. So that's very right. exciting. And it's open to the public. Anyone can come. Um, another thing we've been working on pretty actively is uh, BT5K. Oh, we my goodness. have mentioned this time and time again. We are running a 5K. The boys yes. are doing it. We are training. Training we, officially training starts in March, but we mm-hmm. have been doing kind of your uh, food training, your sleep training, you know, You've just been getting you healthy. Tips. Yeah, the tips, every the tips. Night. I mean, can I just say, every week you get a tip. Mm-hmm. And Sergey also, we shot a video that came out yes. on Friday. So you should, the Shamir should put that up on our Facebook page right now. So you can go to the Facebook page and just look for Snacking with the Boys. Sergey and I, he teaches me how to make protein bars mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. Not only is it typical, hilarious, because we are weird, um, but also very informative. But it's all about 
doing something good for yourself yeah. and doing something amazing for someone else. 700,000 people right now in the U.S. Um, have a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. There are a hundred and something types of brain yeah, tumors. Insane amount. Of in just tumors. doing this, I have already met people that are my friends at work that yeah. have been touched by someone in their life. One young lady, her niece died. Mm-hmm. Um, from mm-hmm. a brain tumor, another young lady, her uh, uncle died. So it's amazing when you start working with these organizations, how you find the connection yeah. Um, yeah. is much closer than maybe it really is. Imagine. It affects more than you think, um, just exactly. because you personally aren't affected. Someone around exactly. you most likely is. So we are going to be running that. Um, ah. the, all the all the donations go to a great cause, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go sign up. Um, at abta no hope.abta.org slash spoken I found 5K. a shorter one. Go shorter to bt5k.org and just wow. click on Spokane. That is much simpler. I had to, I had to memorize it. a big number. Yeah, you did well. Thing. You did really well. I just found a shortcut this week because I kept trying to, yeah, yeah. to send people there. Uh, you Or, you know what, maybe easier. Just mm-hmm. send an email to listeners at hotmesssunday.com. We will give you information. We will give you information. Mm-hmm. And you've been giving us tips for every yes, week. Let me see. That we, is right. We learn to always eat breakfast. Always eat breakfast. breakfast. A healthy breakfast. Yeah. We learn to sleep, mm-hmm. to watch your sleep patterns, get enough rest. Something I've been kind of bad at recently, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Life if you stumble, can make just it get back challenging. up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. You've had a few days that haven't been Yeah, fun. It's, it, it happens. Your only other option was not going to school, and we can't allow it. No, so, no. Things have to happen. Right? We've learned snacks. You have to, you know, snack yeah. between breakfast and lunch. Get mm-hmm. in that protein bar. We didn't say Get it in there. have a meal between no. breakfast and lunch. Some fruit. have a snack. Mm-hmm. So remember that. As we tell you, don't have a ham and M&M. Ham and M&M is not protein okay. Protein bar. Don't That's have right. that. Because that's, that's not good for you. Also, probably gross. <laughs> right? Maybe just so, just a little bit, and you we'll might see. die. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. We, I we don't know. Right? We're not um, food. Also, walking more. Yes, walking. Increase more. your steps. Don't go through the drive-through. Take the stairs and park further park away. Park and go in. And if you don't, mm-hmm. imagine Sergey's look on his face, like the other day when I said <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find the shortcut to get to the stairs for the station. He's like, "You did what? Yeah. Like, are you are ugh. you done?" Crap, the principal caught yeah. me. What was I thinking? <laughs> uh, but it's true, and it's yeah. really good for you. Yeah. Honestly, a typical goal that's really good for health is uh, 10,000 steps in a day. That's true. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Typically, you maybe walk about four, so it's a lot you're going to have to figure something out. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a lot to add to it. But you have a new one for us. I do. This is a really simple one. Water. Just drink water. water. Just drink more water. More water. Just more water. What you do is get a water bottle that you have with you all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, get like your stainless steel, maybe your plastic, your right. glass, your mason jar. Get a mason jar. Right. Carry it around. Um, the more you have that with you, the more you'll be likely to right. drink it and hydrate. And That's honestly, really a lot important. of people don't drink water. Mm-hmm. They just they drink they soda. To. They drink coffee. Every time you get things. a soda, get water instead. Exactly, because it steals... Uh, hydration from you anyways Mm -hmm. caffeine as much as i love it and i will continue to drink it it does steal uh moisture from your body so therefore i have to drink more water right exactly i love it you're getting us all healthy down 10 pounds since we started hey congratulations right if i had fireworks i would blast them off and i have learned oh thank you yeah in the studio (laughs) i care about like my kitchen this week (laughs) Uh, and i have learned two things yeah i'm tired and i'm hungry that's what i've (laughs) 
That's what I've learned from losing 10 pounds. Yeah. Exhausted and gnawing on chicken moats. You know, right, right, yeah. Are, but it's very good for you. Sure. And, yeah. Have you ever been tired to the point where, I mean, so hungry to the point that you eat like a bouillon cube? You're like, I just want this right. in my body. <laughs> like, this sounds good right now. Yeah, that's and, a mistake. And <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Your sodium yeah. levels skyrocket. Right. You have a heart yeah. attack, yeah. but you've that? got to eat you, something. Top ramen cr- cream cheese? Was cream it? cheese with a little Miracle Whip. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Top ramen. Cream it's the cheese worst miracle thing whip. you could eat other than the ham and M&M protein bar. That's the worst thing you could eat. That is hilarious. So, remember, please go sign up. Our team mm-hmm. is growing. We had someone else this week who joined the we team. We did. You can go there, and hey. when you go to bt5k.com, dot org, sorry, dot org, mm-hmm. dot org, organization. when you sign up, it'll ask if you want to sign up for a team. You can choose Outspoken. We are registered there. The fun thing about that is not yeah. only do you get the crazy, yeah, but it's much more fun to to run and be healthy with people that are there to support you and laugh right, and right. you know and, and do those things. So that's what we would love to do. Exactly. For Remember, it's not about the time. It's not about the race no. or the run. It's about doing it together exactly. as a community and as friends. Because we're all exactly. friends. Exactly. I will not mm-hmm. make it across that finish line if it isn't for the support of great people, and that's exactly. what I love. Yeah, and a good cause. And an amazing cause. Mm-hmm. And Kurt and I, who are the least healthy in this room, <laughs> are determined. And if we can run 5K, anybody can and run it. And you can. Because we're going to run it. But if you want to crawl it, if you want to walk it, if you watch the video, mm-hmm. we admitted that we're just going to put you know, a, a string around <laughs> Sergey, and we're going to be in a sled, and yeah. he's just going to pull us. I'm going to pull you. And that's like and we're going any time someone looks at us, we'll pretend we're running. But yeah. that's, <laughs> no, it'll be fun. Please join our team. Again, send us an email, listeners at hotmesssunday.com, and we will do that. And we will send you and tips. because we're not busy enough. Yeah. I uh, See? It's, it's crazy. Let's add more things. What we did yesterday and on a very important day that's happening on Capitol Hill in that's our right. state, uh, we went to a little training for AIDS Action and Awareness Day. And that is on January 29th in Olympia. Mm-hmm. It's basically a day where... Um, it's lobbying. It's basically. lobbying day. Yeah. You go and talk to your representatives and tell them, hey, we need more support for AIDS. And we need do more support not for- cut funding yeah yeah um, department so of health. governor yeah. inslee december 1st world aids day says that we in washington state we are going to end aids by 2020 um, by 2020 mm-hmm. and it's cutting new infections down by 50 percent yep it's uh he has all these goals and then comes the the new year and they announce the budget yeah which has a 10 million dollar cut for hiv funding and yes, do you think, hmm, how are right. we going to make a commitment to end dates by 2020 and take $10 million away from AIDS? It, has, it mm-hmm. happens. You have to balance your budget. But here's and you the do. Problem. And we have a lot of issues in Washington yeah. with education. And do you stop and, you know. when you're almost to the finish line? Right. Here's right. the thing. If it's something that is important to you, this is a great day to go over and make your voice heard. You can make appointments with your representatives and your uh, mm-hmm. senator. You can meet with them. You get 15 minutes. To, to say why. And we went to a training. It was absolutely amazing. It was held by SAN, the Spokane AIDS Network. Yeah. Um, and we got to be our crazy selves, and that was fun. And, and we got to learn a lot about how the whole so process much. works, which is fantastic. Just go watch, um, what is it, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse yeah. Rock. Schoolhouse Rock, the little Bill. Bill and he'll sing you a Bill. song that if you're my yeah. age, you remember from school. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a fun little and guy. And by my age, I mean 23. <laughs> So that's how that works. <laughs> that's math. Jonathan, that's called we're almost math. the same age. <laughs> I know. Wow, it's crazy. crazy. You that's make so me fun. feel young. Um, yes. Yeah, so we also have a guest coming on. February Kind 8th. of controversial. Kind of? Kind of. Very. Very. Dan Savage. Dan Savage. We have been trying for a year 
to get Mr. Savage on the show. Mm-hmm. He's been on CNN, VH1, mm-hmm. every publication across the nation. Across notoriously, the nation. he's from Seattle, notoriously very an extremist in his opinions. Um, and we have some things we want to talk to Dan about. He's from the other side of the mountains. I have met him once before. Yeah. He, um, of course, Savage Love is his column that is is highly popular. I actually, I was talking to an old co-host of the show, Will. Okay. And Will despises Dan Savage. And I said, are you jealous? Yeah. Um, I actually like Dan <laughs> Savage, but we want to talk to him about some opinions he's had lately mm-hmm. um, from his opinions on Leela Alcorn. Yes. And her parents. Yes. Um, which have been very harsh mm-hmm. to what's going on with gay marriage to, you know, I mean, you name it. He's to Je suis Charlie over yeah, in, yeah. in Paris. Well, he's, I, I respect that he's so outspoken and, I love you it. know, shares his opinion. I think everyone mm-hmm. should, as long as it's yeah. not harmful or destructive. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. I don't always agree with him, but I always yeah. appreciate the conversation that he stirs. So we're excited because we finally have him on. He's also has a lot of extreme words to say about prep, which, of course, yes. we have been having panels yes. on. We are going to continue the education on prep. We will um, be talking more. And so in February, we have, mm-hmm. we're have we having some doctors on to talk about it, but we're mm-hmm. going to continue community, community involvement, such, of course, I think there's only one doctor in Spokane who is willing, really, to uh, prescribe it. Yeah, who's comfortable um, enough with it. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's fairly new. So There's we'll a talk. lot of... Um, Fear based on mm-hmm. non-facts, mm-hmm. which is why we're having these shows. But we're going to ask Dan Savage about that as well because he has been a strong, uh, opinionated person about prep. So that's right. Lots happening. Lots to look forward to. No, personally, I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah, what's what's happening? How are you? Talk to me, Sergey. Personally, Let, I'm... let's therapy. Let's uh, <laughs> shrink you right now. <laughs> okay, am I? Do I get a How's couch to lie down on first? Because I don't. I'm not that. that good of a therapist. Okay, so no couch. No, it's for been you. good. It's been busy. Um, you know, school's happening. Um, work's <laughs> happening. Really happening. We got a new employee, so that's fun. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go into the details of that. What about you? After the mic, I'm going to ask so much after this show. Yeah? Because I want to know. Okay. Hmm. Look at him. <laughs> oh, I can tell just by looking at him. No, that's fine. Um, let me see. Exciting things that happened in my week. Yeah. I lit my stove on fire. Hey, mm-hmm. fun. I thought I would try cooking, and yeah. now the <laughs> husband <laughs> hunt is back on. Because <laughs> that's not going to be my skill set. Right. Cooking so, no, is not No, I was thing. making this yeah. great one-pot recipe, and I'm so excited, and I just leave the stove for maybe a minute. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, my dog is barking. The smoke alarm is going yeah. off. I run into the kitchen and my burner is on fire. Oh, wow. And it's like the flames are so... Sure. And I don't know what happened. How do yeah. you set your burner on fire? But I did. You did it. And my house still smells like smoke. Hey, well... I'm really excited. I mean, it, it gives that natural must? I don't know. Yeah, we'll maybe. We'll I don't work think with Roscoe, it. my dog, he is yeah, not he doesn't happy. Like it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like the smell in the mm-hmm. house. He's not happy right now. So I try to sure. freeze us out and keep all the windows open and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, apparently, Forbes magazine thinks I'm rich. So I keep, I am being out of nowhere. Really? I'm being hounded by them. Why? They email me constantly. They, really? They, yeah. To just to subscribe. But what is oh. fascinating <laughs> to me is that I'm like, where did you get my name? They think my net worth. Is more than fifteen cents. So more than I'm going to write them a letter and say, if you would like to donate to my bank account, I might yeah. get for magazine. Wow, hey, maybe more it's the fake it till you make it stuff. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So those are the exciting events like that are those. happening. I like those. And I have a new Facebook stalker. So every week, every week you have one. One more. See, every I, it's, week it should be part of the check-in now. Hey, how's your new stalker? I doing? think so. You know? 
You know, I appreciate that more people recognize. um, He's from the United States. Oh, Um, okay. (laughs) No, let me see. I have so not from the state. I have a couple. I want to say there's a couple in Florida. Oh wow. There's uh, California, Texas. Two in Texas. I love it, and I'm going to have my own map, and we're just going to. Hey, I do love it because they're they're all very Mm -hmm. nice people. Um, But I do. I love it. So every week, and now that you know, we put more of our pictures out there. Just (laughs) people find you and. I like having a fan club because you, right. charming, young, talented, stop it, beautiful. Okay, I love giving you here. compliments because you hate them it, so much. Okay, your um, mic is going to go down. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, you. I love you to death, and I think that's Thank amazing. You. Thank so, you. Yeah, and that's great. So now we'll just have our two groups of. I, I don't have any fans. That's such a you, lie. You know that. <laughs> you know no. I don't get Facebook stalkers. Oh, no, you do. <laughs> I know you have fans. Well, it, it's it's debatable. We already know people love Sergey. Okay. As they should. Well, okay, so there's the week. I like it. I know. Thank you. I like we it. Appro- I approve your week. You approve mine. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you burnt stuff, so that's always fun. I know. Um, we Fire do have a special guest in studio right oh, now. Spotlight. Very special spotlight. Um, we're going to be talking to Brooke. Um, whose name I know and not last name. So, surprise. <laughs> she's like Madonna. She's like, yeah, she's a one-name kind of girl. Or just a one-name. Share. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke, do you like just one name or do you want a last name? One name is nice. Oh, yeah, wow. Name. Okay. I mm-hmm. like it. Madonna, Share. Okay. So, Brooke, Brooke. Brooke is in here talking about a new freeform dance she's doing. In Spokane. In Spokane. So, Brooke, uh, take it away. Talk to us about this new creative awesomeness that you've brought. Well, thank you guys for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. Our pleasure. Mm. So finally, in Spokane, we're going to have a weekly, regular ecstatic dance on Saturday mornings at 1030 at the Lotus Self-Defense Center. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's down on 2nd, right? Yeah, it's at 212 West 2nd. So it's like kind of above next to Wild Wall's Laser sure. Quest. Yeah, yeah. Oh, f- oh, I know where that is now. Yeah, it's in that building. Yeah, okay. and Roy owns uh, Lotus Self Defense Studios, and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he teaches, you know, self defense, and yeah. it's fantastic. He's fantastic, and he's letting us use the space. That's awesome to kind of create a community about around uh, free form movement, sure. and dance, yeah. and yeah. now talk to us about what ecstatic dance is. So for people who are out there and they don't maybe know what that means. So when they walk into this class, 10.30 on Saturdays, like we said, what what should they expect? So when you walk in, um, hopefully you'll show up around 10, 10.15. So mm-hmm. you're there for opening circle, which is at 10.30. And um, yeah, there's an opening circle where we all just kind of come together. And, you know, from week to week, it'll be different because we're trying to get the community in on it. So like sometimes there'll be... Uh, movement activities planned mm-hmm. to kind of get us comfortable moving together. Um, some mornings we'll just breathe and, you know, become present with one another in the room mm-hmm. and then get right into shaking our booties and, you know, Love wiggling in, right. in whatever way yeah. it feels like and stretch. And sure. yeah, so Usually it's opening circle, and then there's a 90-minute playlist. So dance to your heart's content. Dance with reckless Mm -hmm. abandon. Whatever that looks like to you. Right. Sometimes you're, like, spiraling around the room. Sometimes you're rolling across other people. Sometimes you're meditating quietly in the corner. Um, Sometimes you're rolling around, you know. Sure. And the idea is to create space 
where everyone's comfortable knows they're safe, mm-hmm. knows that no one's judging them right. and they can just, you know, let it out. Let their I freak flag that. fly. It's I a non-judgment zone. Flag. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just which for me is think outside the box kind of place. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's also you mentioned meditation. Honestly, dance in a lot of cultures is a form of meditation and especially this kind of free form ecstatic dancing mm-hmm. is a way that they connect, you know, with whatever they're trying to connect to calm the brain through that. I mean, it's it's a practice. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's big medicine. It's sure. it's a big deal to have it um in Spokane because I feel like this community has been calling out for it and maybe not even realizing that they mm-hmm. were calling out for it, mm-hmm. but as we've um got this event rolling, um all the people that have shown up are just like, thank you so yeah, much. And yeah. it's it's very uh, healing to show up and really sure. be and there. How many people showed up uh, last time or how many people are you expecting to be there? Um, well, our first event mm-hmm. um, was two weeks ago on Saturday and we had 40 people come. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. Um, and... Word of mouth is yeah. a big thing. So yeah. spreading the word to exactly. your loved ones and friends. And uh, last yesterday. Yeah. Last yesterday. <laughs> I like last it. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we had we had less people, mm-hmm. um, maybe like around 20. Okay. And Still that was nice. Yeah. 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 And our space accommodates, you know, either of those numbers really well. Okay. Um, yesterday. It was like lots of open space so you could, you know, flail about and be sure. crazy. Wow. Well, it's a great practice in not only being comfortable in your own skin, but also learning to not worry so much about what other people are mm-hmm. thinking. Because, you know, that can be sometimes what holds us back. I, oh, yeah. I know when oh, I yeah. dance, it's fun to watch. I just want everybody to know. Fun to watch. <laughs> but that is a thing that took me years mm-hmm. to not have to look a certain way. You just are one with the music, really. Yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of things that happen on the dance floor Mm -hmm. that are lessons that kind of carry out into your life, like learning how to bow out of a dance when you're feeling like you want your own personal space or when you're just done dancing with that individual, learning how to use your nose effectively and be respectful Mm -hmm. and feel okay when someone wants to maybe not dance with you because they're trying to explore their personal space. Right. Right. I would have never even thought about that. How to explore Mm -hmm. your nose. And it's so much about space and existence Mm -hmm. in that space. I really like that. I like that it's it's about you and the other people, you know, just being in this area. Just being present. Respectful of each other and yet yeah. Right, exactly. Sounds fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I have a little um I've borrowed a little poem (sighs) about ecstatic dance from uh ecstaticdance.org from their guidelines. And it goes as follows. Ecstatic dance is what you make of it. A freeform movement space where dance expands, spirit activates, boundaries melt, boredom ceases, creativity breaks out, hope happens, beauty flows, communities collaborate, ritual is reinvented, harmony resonates, the beat deepens as an electronic tapestry of world rhythms weave us together as individuals within a greater family. I like that. I love that. I love that the mm-hmm. word hope was in there. I <laughs> automatically zoned in on that. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think we have enough things that inspire and, mm-hmm. and bring hope. Right. You know, encourage hope. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. I, and I want to say, Kurt, maybe you can put this on uh, 
Facebook for us, but you said ecstaticdance.org? Yeah. That might be a really good place because maybe yeah. you're thinking about it, you're a little nervous, you want to know a little more. That's a great place to touch base. I think the most mm-hmm. important thing that you said is uh, this being a safe place, mm-hmm. like to come here and just let that. It's also really good exercise. Yeah. yeah I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. saying. I mean, being Huge you, exercise. You know, to know that they can go here, it's going to be safe and they can explore something new mm-hmm. without having to be too scared. People mm-hmm. there are just there to support. Yeah. And also, like, it helps you get out of you. Okay. And yeah. it helps you remember that um, all the people there dancing with Reckless Abandon are doing that, you know, not, they're not there to look at you dancing with Reckless Abandon. They're there for their own reason and they're there to interact and play just like you are. And no one's there to, you know, stare at you or. It's right. not a performance. You yeah, know, it's, it's not a, a performance. <sighs> What made it's you play? What made it's you play. all mm-hmm. start it? What What was that? You know that moment, that impetus. Well, um, first of all, I would like to say I I um, there's been other ecstatic dances in the area mm-hmm. for sure, and um, there are other people that have been trying to foster this community. And I think it's just ripe right now. Right. And me and the other individuals involved in this particular dance, um, they lived in Seattle and were super involved in the dance community over there. And I just got intertwined into their lives. And I've been always kind of looking for a really good way to Mm -hmm. just dance and express myself that wasn't, you know, like at a club drinking and you know, you kind of wake up feeling icky about yourself the next day. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you don't. I don't know. But sometimes <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, um, so I went over to Seattle and did a movement vacation and uh, did 10 days of ecstatic dance, uh-huh. at least one ecstatic dance activity every day. Wow. And uh, I was like, okay, I found it. My soul calling. Here we yeah. go. Spokane. Let's get on board. Let's make this happen. Sure. Yeah. We need this movement together to um, evolve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just generally as individuals so we can evolve our culture in this town. Um, we need a movement towards movement right. so we can have some movement in the movement. That is beautifully wow. said. Movement towards the movement so we Quote can have some movement print. in the movement. <laughs> All about the movement. Mm-hmm. All about that in movement. I like it's it. All about the movement. Let's write that one down. I know. I love it. And I also like that you said Blam. take you outside of yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always wow. in this head. Yeah. Well, That's we all yeah. really good. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's Got an excellent. I love escape. that Spokane is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have more and more. We talk on the show all the time about let's remember that Spoke. you don't have to run to Seattle. Let's make Seattle. Well, yeah. Let's whatever make it we here. love about another mm-hmm. city, why not have that? here yeah exactly yeah so Mm -hmm. brooke that's amazing and i love we're just gonna call her brooke Brooke. from now on there is nothing she's a one name wonder yeah brooke from movement (laughs) movement brooke yeah i don't like that like that (laughs) it makes sense because water right movement yeah Yeah, exactly because you're like a little little bro (laughs) it's so fitting (laughs) and water is free water is free just flowing Mm -hmm. just flowing yeah i'm Doing the movements as we're yeah. <laughs> you're already in the dance. Yes. You're already there. Yeah. You are I am. There. It's beautiful. Yeah. Ah. I love it. So, for more information, uh, tell us again the name of the studio where it's at. Um, it's at Lotus Self Defense Studio, mm-hmm. which is at two twelve West Second. Awesome. In Spokane, which is 
um, above next to Wild Walls and Laser Quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Saturday mornings at 10.30. Try and show up around 10 if you can so you can be there for the whole event. Exactly. And that's exciting. Yay. So go. We're probably yeah. going to go try it. We will. I think no, so. We absolutely I'm, have we to. We are going to try There you go. It. It's part of your training. Yeah. It is, right? Yeah. It's part of your training. True. Yeah. So true. <laughs> I like that. And I love it. And we definitely need it on the show. So thank exactly. you so much for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me. On a me. beautiful mm-hmm. Sunday morning, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 Not so bad it's out, out there. there. It's, it's out there. I mean, I see a little strip of blue sky. It's good. It's still we'll beautiful. It's warmer. And <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. It's warmer, so it can be beautiful. Jonathan, bringing your positivity <laughs> for your Sunday morning. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. And here's Sergey bringing you your music for your Sunday morning. We're going to listen to a song that Brooke actually recommended for us. And um, it's Show Yourself by Ayla Nero. Nero. Is that correct? Uh-huh. Okay. I butched that, but that's okay. Here it is. <laughs> You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And that was Show Yourself by Ayla Nerio. Right? Suggested by Brooke. She was just in the studio. Remember, check out Ecstatic Dance. So it sounds like fun on Saturdays. Yeah, it's at Lotus Self-Defense Saturdays at 1030, but show up at 10. Yeah, show up at 10. It sounds like fun. Yeah. You know the boys are going to do it this yeah, week. I'm way I, I too think much we in my have head, to. So yeah, I you, think you, yeah. That Plus, would be it's, good. I'm very self conscious too, so it's a good exercise right. for people. Yeah, who maybe are trying up. to get that out. Yeah, and if you're afraid of going because of that, make yourself do it. Right, because right for, away there yeah. you go. Because that's, when you're uncomfortable, that's when you grow the most. Right. Ugh, yeah. I'm gonna be sick. I know. No. Yes, exactly. I know. But so. Now we're going to get to the nitty-gritty of the week. We are. You know, right before we get into the nitty-gritty, I think we should take this time to um, talk about the support that Outspoken receives. Get to the Um, nitty-gritty of our show. Right. Exactly. Um, So Outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passports, and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures, and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. And Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, please visit pridefoundation.org. In addition to Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights, located at 232 West Sprague Avenue. More information is available at 509 747 1621. Yay, we love that part of the show. We get to say thank you. Uh, we do like to be have gratitude. Oh, yes. Say thanks to all the fabulous people out because there. Because part of it is, oh, I was talking the other day. To, yeah. I mean, just to preface the dish. Yeah. Um, it can be hard sometimes on our show because we have to read a lot of ugly things. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we oh, prepare yeah. for the dish, a lot of the articles that are going around out there aren't, you know, can can be hard if all you're reading is articles that are depressing. Are people yeah. battling just yeah. the fact that you exist? Yeah. So, and you know, we always try to battle that with keeping our minds on on the gratitude things, and now mm-hmm. and then being able to share fun stories. One of the most exciting things that happened this week. There were two great things. One was South Dakota. Yeah, they struck down um, their marriage ban, mm-hmm. and so now they're waiting for the appellate court. Yeah. Um, so, um, they it's it was stayed. The decision was stayed. Was stayed yeah. uh, waiting. For the Eighth Circuit, mm-hmm. the appellate court there, to to hear the appeal. Yeah. Um, we'll see we'll what see. happens. This is how it typically goes. We watch mm-hmm. this around the country. Yeah, yeah it's That would be everywhere. great to find the next one. But then, that was that happened on Monday. Yeah. 
And then Friday rolls around. And something even more exciting 3 30 in the afternoon. We're waiting yeah. until late in the day. Right. Exactly. What have been what we've been waiting for forever. Actually, Mark Solomon, when he was on, yeah. it was all about that. Yeah. Finally. The Supreme Court takes up a case. They and not take just up one. four cases. Yes, exactly. Um, these are cases from the Sixth Circuit mm-hmm. that, of course, is the one circuit that has upheld, upheld the ban, mm-hmm. which is not typical. We've been talking forever about, yes. you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had gone out on record and said the court wasn't going to even consider hearing uh, marriage equality cases until some appellate court, some circuit court right. went against everything else. And we had it. That happened in November when the Sixth Circuit upheld bans in, right, exactly. uh, in, in Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And now the Supreme Court says, yes, in April, we are going to allow uh, oral arguments to happen mm-hmm. for those four, for cases from those four um, states. And I think there's actually six cases all in all. But they're from Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Yes. This yeah. is what we've been waiting for. It can mean one of two things. I mean, it can either get really, really, really messy if they choose um, to support the Sixth Mm -hmm. Circuit. Mm -hmm. And then you have to look at what does it mean for people who are married now? What's this? It creates, it's going to be really confusing. Or it can make a law of the land. Which would make things very clear and easy. there's a third. Which means they do what they did with DOMA. They strike out part yeah. of the ruling, yeah. so and it puts it back in state hands. Basically, it would be... Right. Basically, what they would say is states can decide on this by themselves. Right. Which would uh, would confuse me because, I, yeah. you know, that's basically what they've been doing. Exactly. You're not helping anything and yeah. you're just saying... And I feel like it's okay. the... The lame way out. It is the lame you know way what I mean? out. But we don't know. Obviously, we can't read the minds mm-hmm. of the Supreme Court. But we can tell you that in April, they're going to hear the cases. And yes. they, they will make a decision on marriage equality by the end of their term, which is late June. June. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. And that falls in right in place with what Mark Solomon was saying. Yeah, he even said June. Yeah, he said June. He named it right I there and then. I feel like and he's a psychic. Or just well-educated <laughs> about the matter, but both. That's probably yeah. more like it. Yeah, he has been following, obviously, it's yeah. his life. He's yeah, been doing exactly. it since Massachusetts. He's been exactly. doing it for over a decade. And um, yeah, and he said he believed this is a year. He believes it's going to happen in June. And now, it's coming we know to, yeah. they're going to do it. Yeah. They are going to have, I believe, it's two and a half hours of oral arguments. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. They are consolidating the cases. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sit let right. all of the six cases have their own... You know, they know what the questions are. So what typically happens is when these Mm -hmm. are sent to the Supreme Court, Mm -hmm. there's a cover sheet. And the cover sheet says what question they want the Supreme Court to answer. Now, something that the Supreme Court did that they rarely, if ever, do was they took that cover sheet and Mm -hmm. they reworded the questions. Right. A lot of people freaked out. Right. Like, what are they doing? Are they trying to make stack the deck? There were... There were political pundits everywhere. There were law professors everywhere, all putting out blogs with Mm -hmm. what they thought this meant. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know. We can't read their minds, like I said. One of the other things they could have done was, well, let's consolidate and really talk about what questions. Basically, they have said, they came back and said, we're going to answer two questions with these cases. We're going to answer whether the 14th Amendment to the Constitution requires states to license marriages between same-sex couples Mm -hmm. and... We're going to decide whether the 14th Amendment requires states to recognize such marriages when they were licensed in by other, other states. states. Mm-hmm. Two big questions. Honestly, if they answered those, 
then then we're good. And honestly, right. answer one right. of those, and it makes both of those. Exactly. makes the other you, one moot. You, you can't know? really, yeah, you can't really answer one without answering no, the other. No, I mean, if basically, if they decide mm-hmm. on the first one, the states have to uh, allow everyone right. to have marriage licenses or no one, which is typically how it works, mm-hmm. then that makes the second question on whether another state needs to recognize mm-hmm. out-of-state marriages moot. Doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. Um, but exactly. these are how they have chosen to frame the questions mm-hmm. um, on on what it is. It, and I honestly debate it until the cow's coma doesn't matter. It's done. Yeah. So this is what, and we don't know what the behind the scenes is. And here's the thing: is however they phrase it, however they word it, question it, as long as it makes it law of the land, it doesn't matter because there it is. Exactly. It's law of the land. Mm-hmm. That's what it happens. And right now we're looking at, you know, the Supreme Court is pretty split on the it issue. It really is. Kennedy um, is their swing vote. Exactly. He could go either way. And, um, you know, he's he's upheld certain ones, but he struck right. down well, other ones. Look and, at Doma. He, exactly. Uh, he wrote the, the big opinion exactly. in Doma. And it was a five to four. Yeah. It's still, you know, Mark Solomon warned us about this before, back in August when we talked right. to him. Right. And he said, here's the thing. We want to go to Supreme Court. But once you're there... We don't know. Exactly. It can go That's, either way. And and what if it does, you know, go the other way? What if, you know, they say you can strike down. Confusion and You can uphold the bans, yeah. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like anything, I mean... I don't think that's the end. It does mean our fight has just gotten a bit harder. Yeah, it's it's almost um, like a three steps back kind right. of thing. Lambda mm-hmm. Legal has gone out and said they don't believe that it will nullify anybody who's legally married. No, yeah. right now it does make other issues harder. Right, um, in, to be married and to be recognized. Right, but of they don't believe it'll nullify the marriages that are in existence well, right now. I don't think that there's any way for the Supreme Court to say that all. Same-sex marriages are, you know, illegal, especially Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, 11 or 10 of the states, you know, was voter approved. Like Washington State, where we voted upon, um, you know, the referendums that we put into place. And one of the things that Lambda Legal came out and said is, what if we lose? Well, one of the things is, what if we lose? For the states that are voter approved, nothing changes. Exactly. So in Washington, it's it's all all done. Mm -hmm. We... But it would be, oh, I'm good in Washington. It gets confusing outside of that. Yeah. But the states that have those yeah. voter-approved initiatives, it's a done deal. No matter what, mm-hmm. it's done. It is. Um, but it's scary because, obviously, we want a blanket law that says mm-hmm. we're fine. Mm-hmm. We're like everyone else. Right, exactly. Um, and that's what we're looking for right here. It's going to be a big day, especially in June when we know it's coming close to – I mean – we need to be watching, yeah. especially during oral arguments, yeah. kind of getting a feel. But in June, that big moment, it could be one of the biggest we've had in history. I mean, DOMA was huge. Mm-hmm. Marriage equality would be mm-hmm. another gigantic, you know, case, momentum building uh, it, Yeah, it really effort. would be. It would be such a turning point for, you know, the entire the entire country. Not that this past year hasn't been already. Right. I mean, with 36. But let's not stop now. Exactly. Since 2013, we tripled our numbers of states that have had marriage equality. Insanity. Yeah, since the last Just Supreme since Court. October, we've doubled it. Yeah, exactly. So it's crazy. I would think, I would be shocked mm-hmm. if the court, which of course they say it is their job to follow the climate yes. of, of our culture, yes. um, it would be weird to me to see it go right. against marriage equality but you never know exactly and even even with the more conservative votes um and decisions um i think that we we're seeing that 
it's changing. I mean, 36 states, uh, most of them forced, yes, uh, right. like Idaho is forced, like Florida is forced, um, I'm okay with air that. quotes, forced. <laughs> right, um, exactly. To to have marriage equality in the states, but I, you know, I I don't think that the Supreme Court would ever say, oh, okay, thirty six states. Well, let's just right take this because back. we already the balance yeah. is already yeah. in our favor. I exactly. will tell you, I mean, I'm interested in the comments mm-hmm. and any interviews that uh, Justice Scalia does oh, um, because yes. that's always entertaining because yeah. we he's a vote we don't even have to guess at. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. already know where Anthony Scalia is going to fall, and it's going to be not for us, right? Um, and he is not afraid to speak up about it. You know, when they, the Doma case uh, happened and came down mm-hmm. the way it did, mm-hmm. he, of course, came out and was saying, well, now you know what's going to happen. States are going to start using this to get gay marriage. And, of course, he was right, but he yeah. was mad about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, he was mad about um, it. But it is thanks to that. But, I mean, it well, always... It hinges on the 14th Amendment. It does, exactly. It's not. It's, it's a big 14th Amendment thing, which has been in, you know... In our Constitution for a really long time. Right. A really well, long time. It's, that's the two things in the 14th Amendment that yeah. are what we've always based our case on is mm-hmm. equal protections under the law and due process. Exactly. Uh, that everybody who's a citizen deserves those two rights. And they do. Rights. And they do. And um, I mean, are we truly created equal if we can't all, you know, marry equal, love equally? But what's interesting to me, okay, so over the last week mm-hmm. I've had some interesting conversations with people including a, a gay man yeah. um, who will remain nameless but even a gay man who told me okay I believe that yeah. gay people have a right to get married yeah. I don't think they have a right to call it marriage because marriage was is right. an institutional word that ha- that belongs to religion and so we don't and have a right to take right. that away from people sure. well I have many thoughts on that one we had I, yes. I mean, I respect yes. the, the person a lot, and we had a great conversation, but I did make sure he understood. I, on all levels, disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's conversations happening in our own community. Right, exactly. Well, to say, I see, and here's the problem, to say that marriage is just one religion or just mm-hmm. Christian or just religious at all, first, I mean, first it's, of all, it's not, misinformed. It's very misinformed. It's not just a Christian thing because other religions obviously have mm-hmm. it. And also, if you are to say that it's just a religious thing, then all atheists out there, all non-believers can't get married. That's it. No. You well, and shouldn't be married. Well, they can get married, they just can't call, can't call it marriage. Well, then they can't and call it marriage. And I think there's a fundamental psychological right. uh, impact of language. Absolutely. Period. Yeah. So if you make me call what I have a different word than yours, mm-hmm. then in your mind, they're different things exactly. and yours is less it's than mine. It's just a civil union. Yeah. It's just a partnership. Right. Exactly. Not marriage. And, and, and I then think, they can feel holier right. than thou. Exactly. And I think a big part of that, too, is also, you know, the, the legal side of that. Because right now, a civil, a civil union and a partnership is not marriage no. it's not the mm-hmm. same thing you don't get you know the same tax filing status you don't get right. um well, visitation rights really and in a lot of states about a point you bring up yeah. a lot which is it's also basing the premise yes on that we are a nation that was built on christian values and we are not no and we never were mm-hmm. and yet I, let me let me just give weird props to yeah. the right the christian right mm-hmm. if you have a good marketing campaign Yes. You can rewrite history. You can. And that's exactly what's going on. It's it's mm-hmm. saying that this is where but you know that this is where we base our footing. No, uh, based our footing on right. the freedom right. of your religion, mm-hmm. not the that you get to shove yours down my throat. Well, Never. Exactly. And and I think that 
a lot of the misunderstanding comes from them assuming that freedom of religion means freedom to Christianity. Right. But that's completely not true. Freedom to religion or not right. is just as true. Exactly. Freedom to religion, any religion. And to say that those gentlemen who signed that document, yeah. you know, forever, forever ago mm-hmm. were all believed exactly like you believe, then you're not, you really don't know your history. Right, exactly. Um, and I'm not, and I don't think they were saying that whatever their ideas were the best ideas. They were saying, mm-hmm. first of all, we're all grown-ups. First of all, everybody deserves the same rights. Yeah. You know, and yet now we're distorting that, but we're going to call it an attack on our religion. We, Yeah, exactly. It's, it's bri- because like you said, going against. brilliant marketing. Um, oh, brilliant. The, brilliant. the whole the whole concept of, you know, God bless America mm-hmm. and God we trust, you know, God right. slipped in every once in a while into mm-hmm. our legal system, into our government. Yeah. Um, that's that's a very interesting thing that's been, you know, going on debated about, you know, yeah. a lot of the times, you know, they don't think that we should, you know, swear um, on the Bible. We should not right. have to say an oath based on that because we are we aren't a Christian nation that to no. say that we are a Christian nation is to nullify and disrespect what happened two and a half centuries ago when the founding fathers were fighting for us the revolutionary war the escape from uh king george iii britain the tyrannous rule of theologists theological theologist sounds good to me um (laughs) theocracy there you go theocracy Um, and government based on christianity we're a nation uh Mm -hmm. theocratic nation right exactly and here's the thing. So this is what is ha- I guarantee you what's happening yep. to anybody who tuned in and listening to us. We are outspoken, just Very. so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the name of the show. But this is what's happening. There's conversations going on out there, and yep. some people are calling us blasphemous. And some because here's the thing: to disagree with the Christian right, you are now labeled instead of saying, you know, I'm not looking to take yeah. away their rights. Right. I'm not. Right. I'm looking to have a country where everyone is welcome. Exactly. It is just to disagree with them does not mean I'm anti-American. Well, it does not mean I'm anti-Christian. Right, exactly. Because I'm neither of those things. But I am always mm-hmm. freedom. Always. Exactly. And here's here's a really interesting point that by taking... It's it's not that you're taking away their freedom to practice religion that they mm-hmm. get mad. It's because you're taking away their power from their religion exactly that they get mad. Yeah. And I think religion should have personal power as much as it needs to in mm-hmm. your community, in your church, in your family. Absolutely. I think religion is a great thing. People yeah. sh- should practice religion if they need that. But it should not ever be in politics. It should never be no, it a government. It has no place. Exactly. Values are important. Exactly. But you can have values yeah. without subscribing to a mm-hmm. specific person's point of view just because yeah. you don't understand you know my belief system doesn't mean yours is right and mine is wrong right right we just need to trust that good people are just good people and we mm-hmm. can put intrinsically just good values in there yeah um but you have to be careful of moralizing everything mm-hmm. i think i'm tired of it i i will i mean we've said it many a times i get i'm exhausted yes really by the constant and Say what you will, but the point is, I am not battering you. I'm not putting you in a corner. I'm not trying to take your rights away. That's what you're doing to us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's stop, stop trying to frame it in a way where the, the ba- we look like the bad guys. Right, exactly. And so what's interesting, you know, is there's things going around everywhere, of course, because as we go to the mm-hmm. Supreme Court, they're, mm-hmm. you know, the Christian right is very nervous. Um, but I'm just as right. nervous because we don't know which way it's going to go. But their pushback is going to be... I guarantee it, mark my words, 10 times stronger. Huge. Mm-hmm. Massive. And this there is, is no business. And guess it. what? This is the time for them to really 
up their, you know, mm-hmm. up their marketing, up their striking, up the, up the whole voice of the anti-gay and what they movement. Do, which and that's is what they're going to do. The the thing that's going to happen mm-hmm. is fear mongering. Yes, I guarantee yeah. it. Because if they can get emotionally to people, mm-hmm. then that's when people make decisions not based on fact. Right, they base it on fear. Right, so. That I guarantee that's going to be the tactic that's used. Exactly. Um, the facts are not going to be spouted out everywhere. Mm-hmm. There, what they want you to see as facts is. So I would just encourage everyone to maybe check your facts all the time. All the time. You know what I mean? In fact, if you believe something with absolute certainty, go and try and prove yourself wrong because if you truly are right, it's going to hold up. Right. Question. My, you know, one of the yeah. things I think the lessons my dad probably was, yeah, maybe not happy he taught us children was he taught us to question authority and to right. question everything right. because it solidifies your ideas. It really of does. Of course, mm-hmm. then when I came out, he was like, oh, oh, d- didn't yeah. mean that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I let's re-examine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't question me when I tell you gays are wrong. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This is a very important time in our nation. I it is. Right. It, it just boggles my mind. I will admit. That we even have a discussion on how one person is less than another person because that's Absolutely. just not Absolutely. shouldn't be how it is. It should not. But and and here's a another problem that I see is gonna you know happen more often than not with the Supreme Court um, taking the uh, the ruling on taking a case and right. a couple on the gay marriage. Um, religion a lot of the times likes to put itself in politics even locally when churches mm-hmm. talk about who you should vote for or what right. the decision is right that is in when fact the catholic church illegal that is very much statements illegal statements that has to do with right marriage exactly. equality exactly you can you can talk ideals and religion all the time but you cannot mention that one candidate or one runner mm-hmm. up is better than the other you cannot say vote for that right. that is illegal because you are under the 501c3 right. you mm-hmm. are a nonprofit so file taxes pay taxes or right. you know be Here's a church your options yeah right so churches nowadays are going to obviously go against most churches are going to go against the supreme court right. uh, with the with the ruling if they rule it and that whole thing and i think it's just crazy that churches get so involved in religion get so involved in the politics of it all and i think we're supposed to be so separate miss the point completely of what you're there to serve the people it's right. not but i mean we have i think gotten confused mm-hmm. as we move forward uh, for me, spirituality is a very centering force. But right. I also know, just like speaking to that person this week, I still, mm-hmm. I can still talk to him. I have no hard feelings against oh, him. Oh, yeah. Because he has a right to his thought. But I can also tell him I completely disagree mm-hmm. on so many levels of what you're saying. And we had this wonderful, you know, two-hour talk right. based on that. But we walked away knowing, with a hug, and walked away knowing that's how it should be. It's an exchange exactly. of ideas. But the way I choose to live my life mm-hmm. is is not mm-hmm. the way he is choosing to live his. But I didn't try, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know. It just... Disagreeing mm. is okay yeah, and should happen. And politics but honestly should have disagreements. It should all be on equal Respectful. footing. Exactly. And right now we don't have equal footing. We don't. The, yeah. And it's uh, based on, you know, a country trying to say, no, you, you don't get what everybody else gets. Civil rights movement. It is the same. Yeah. Um, no matter what you think. But... I, you know, we simmer down for a bit. We Let's do down. mention something beautiful about yes. gay marriage. Yes. That is kind of fun. And it's just a side note, but it was, I don't know. I liked it a lot. Happy note, Michael Sam, who we've talked about a lot on the show, and and his boyfriend, Vito Camisano, got engaged on Michael Sam's 25th birthday Aww. in a very unlikely place. Yeah. In um, Vatican City. Vatican City. 
the top of St. Peter's Basilica. Mm-hmm. Um, and he proposed to, to Vito up there, and Vito said yes. And what and a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Michael, has, Michael Sam has been going through so much, um, yeah. you yeah. know, being drafted almost the last mm-hmm. and then being kicked off that team, put on another team, and now he's not on, on that team. On the practice squad. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. been rough, and there yeah. have been, of course, accusations that the NFL, even though they're trying to say aren't, they aren't anti-LGBT. They kind of yeah. were in that situation. They're fairly homophobic. Your opinion can go mm-hmm. either way. But I love that he gets a little happiness in the midst of it all. Yeah. They're yeah. very cute. They are. Together. They're adorable. And so you can look at the picture. It was on Instagram. It's online everywhere now. So Yeah, everywhere. Go check um, that out. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. And one last comment before one fun thing we'll talk about really quick. But yeah. one last comment is just we Charlie. We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, of course, the big demonstration in Paris. World leaders from all around the world showed up. And um, America the USA was not we, there. Our ambassador was there, but they live there. Yeah, um, exactly. So, <laughs> and Cute. Might as well just set A lot Saturday of mm-hmm. backlash on why we had no right. presence. And, right. and yes, the White House sort of apologized mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the excuses that came from like John Kerry and I mean yeah n- they were all excuses they all yeah. seemed like oh we only had 36 hours um you don't get warning yeah the first person to visit hours. the US after 9/11 to uh you yeah. know check in make sure was uh, Francis Prime Minister. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that's funny. But you know what? When you're mm, we, trouble, yeah, we can't do that. We're for a little you. busy, mm. and I get it. You know what? Here's the thing. Yeah. I I understand our leaders. They have to think about security. They have to. They, it was 36 hours notice. Here's the thing. When something is important, even yeah. if you're the president of the United States, mm-hmm. you figure it out. Mm-hmm. You figure make it, it work. out. Maybe you make you're not there, but you make a gigantic statement. Yeah. You do something. To show that we're not well in thirty six hours. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Thirty six hours. You couldn't. John th- Kerry was on. It a takes thing six in hours India. to fly over there from, from exactly. DC. Well, John Kerry was in India. Uh, it, it just needed somebody who was yeah. high higher up. Yeah. John Kerry's in India, and he's like, I couldn't cancel that meeting, but I'll get there this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> It's right. the way you look. I, you right. know, I'm not anti-America. I typically am not anti-our administration. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, call it when you call it. Yeah. I think it was despicable of the U.S. not to give. And, I mean, let's talk. I'm also, you know, not. it's not a secret I love Hillary. But why didn't Hillary and Bill show up? Why did not anybody who's, who we all know is going to go for the nomination right. for the next presidency, why did none of them make an appearance? And no what a one statement an that would have been. Yeah. What a statement that would have been. If Hillary and Bill would have shown up on the front line marching, yeah. basically don't even bother with the election, she would have won. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is, I mean, if you're going to get cold hard, that's political cash right there. Mm-hmm. But no one. No, that's it's, what's And it's, it's crazy that it's just like, yeah, our... Um, you know, our ambassador was there. Cool. Yeah. Got it. Okay. What it looks no, that's like not good is, enough. And whether it was or wasn't, what it yeah. looks like to the American people is, and to the world, is if it's about us, we expect you to come and pay homage. It's very and, egotistical. And yeah, yeah. And that's the that's what we're showing the world. But when it's about you, we'll get there when we get there. Exactly. It's, it's yeah, back burner. Yeah. It is making us an island. Mm-hmm. And... You know, the rest of the world just needs to get on board with that. We are part of a world community. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So, I don't know. It just and, seems arrogant yeah. of us to be the world police. Right. And yet, yeah. when it comes to things like this, we're like, eh. I know. In, in this globalized world, I there's no excuse to not. No. There's no excuse so to I'm not. So, I'm disappointed. I yeah. don't. I think that the White House response was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I just needed to 
to vent. state that. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of great articles out there. You can also read what the response from the U.S. was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the end, shame on us. Yeah, we someone should have been there um, because it's to this represent is, the United yeah. States. If you have a friend or you have even an acquaintance, yeah. when something bad happens, you at least. Absolutely, you yeah. know, and and the fact that they represent the people, and so many of the people, you know, actually participate in, you know, just switch are the, you know, yeah. it was such a big deal, and people here care, people here care, and the yes. representatives that represent us don't represent right. us there. Exactly, just not. So. It, there was no right, and I'm just sad that you know there wasn't any presence, like other mm-hmm. than our ambassador. Mm-hmm. Thank you, um, you know that there wasn't any presence at all. I agree. Yes, but one of the fun things that's coming up. And I'm the not talking about the Super Bowl, although most exciting. go Super Bowl yeah, people. Yeah, yay, I guess. Um, but I'm excited about his Oscars. Yeah. The Oscars are here. They announced their, their all of their the candidates. The nominations. The nominations. Yes. Uh, I was in political mode. The candidates. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they announced their nominations. The boys, last year we did it, and I loved it because mm-hmm. Greg mm-hmm. last year made all of his predictions on who we thought was cute. Yeah. Or I, I, he I loves Sandra Bullock. She's <laughs> yeah. So she, that's how he did his. This year- We won't do that. We're actually getting out yeah. there. We're going to try to go see all of the Best Picture nominations. Right. Um, so this is this is the exciting, fun part about it. I am very excited. Some really, really good uh, Best Picture nominations. Boyhood actually won a Golden Globe. I am dying to see and, that. Um, and Grand got, Budapest Hotel as well, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and they're both nominated. Um, the lead actress in uh, Boyhood also got... That was yeah, a... What yeah. was it? 13 years? 12 years 12 of filming. 12 years to filming. Yeah. Real time. Huge Sticking project. with the actors. Yeah. Watching, yeah, it's amazing. Lots of fun Fantastic. coming up. Now, of course, yeah. Al Sharpton has come out and said that there aren't, there are no uh, African Americans being nominated or whatever, and oh he's calling racism. Yeah. Okay. Personally, I think you can't really call that because it's not like there's a track record that the that the Academy tries to avoid African American um, people. But he's basically calling to get, you know, he wants there mm-hmm. to be an affirmative action for the Oscars now, I guess. Right. Um, and I, I just think, but you know. Lo- let's look back to last year with 12 Years a Slave. 12 Years a Slave brought I mean, in so many. So uh, many Nupito nominations. Nupito Yeah. Beautiful so on the red many. carpet. Also nominated, also won right. Best Actress for that. Um, mm. Captain, what was that name of that movie? Oh, man. Oh. Phillips. Um, Captain yeah, Phillips. Yeah, and the, uh, the African-American yeah. actor in that who played the lead mm-hmm. pirate, he was nominated for an Oscar. And, right. I mean, and here's were, the thing. you can't say that this is yeah. a racism thing when no, that, is yeah. not, that is not the track record of the Academy. Right, exactly. These are films, and this year, so what? It happened that we didn't have very many African-American right? actors and actresses. And Selma is up, and I and love Selma that it's up. there. I agree that, you know, most yeah. likely the, the man playing Martin Luther King probably should have gotten mm-hmm. an Oscar nod. But you know what? You're looking at hundreds of films to choose. So exactly. I don't yeah. know how that works. I'm not saying yeah. there's not racism in Hollywood. I'm not, I, you know, we're not stupid. Yeah. But I'm saying this has never been an issue. a motivation for the Academy. So yeah. Al Sharpton, I call no. Yeah. I think <laughs> but I think it's okay. You can I'm excited down. to see these Ow. movies and to see to see what we think because we of course will be the final word. Yeah, we will nail it down. We'll tell you who's going to win the Oscar. That's right. We um, will. But we're going to spend a day at the movies basically. We will. We'll watch most of the uh, you know, top. Yeah, our eyes will hurt. It'll yeah, be great. Exactly. And then we'll have um an Oscar night, I guess. I know. It'll be fun. So we'll no. make our predictions before we'll have the schmear lock them away and then after the Oscars we'll Unveil our envelopes and see how close we were. Yes, <laughs> on yes, that. we will. But 
All right, so we are going to take a really quick music break, and after the music break, we're going to have the fabulous Beekman yeah, Boys. Yeah, we're going to welcome them to the show. We're very excited. That's right. So we're going to listen to Mary Lambert, When You Sleep is the song, and that's from her new album, Heart on My Sleeve. Yes. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And that was a surprise song we put on for you. Uh, Sam Smith, uh, the song was Nirvana. So if you weren't expecting it, surprise. There you go. And uh, we are very excited to welcome our next guest to the show. We have Brent Ridge and Josh Kilmer Purcell. They're the fabulous Beekman Boys, best-selling authors, reality TV show TV stars and entrepreneurs and we're excited to have them on the show. Welcome Brent and Josh. Are you there? Oh. Yeah, we're so excited to be here all the way from brutally cold upstate New York. I was going to say, you know, I follow you on Facebook and the snow doesn't leave. Yeah. It seems like you have been buried <laughs> in snow forever. Yeah, once it comes it stays. Yeah, definitely. And so now I feel better about the very mild snow we get over here thanks to you. So thank you. <laughs> Now, Brent and Josh, we want to ask, we're going to start way back for our Spokane listeners over here in Washington who need, I need to say, need to be introduced to you to you guys for sure. Can we start back at the beginning, like all the way back to how in the world did you two meet? Oh, that's way back. Right, we're going for history. We're digging yeah, deep. We, the way back machine. We've been together for 15 years. Um, this is Brent talking. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was a good Southern boy. I grew up in North Carolina, uh, evangelical. Mm-hmm. Um, so my my Bible belt was really fastened quite tightly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um, and so I moved to New York City to do mm-hmm. my um, medical residency training at Columbia. And people, and people might know my history. I was a dry queen in New York City, so I was the opposite of the Bible belt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As far <laughs> away as you could get. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and when I, when I met this this young new North Carolina doctor coming into New York City, I grabbed him up before anybody else could throw him. <laughs> See, because that was a smart drag queen, is what that was. <laughs> exactly. I saw my ticket out. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh, Josh was the uh, first guy I ever dated, first guy I ever kissed. Oh wow! Um, and we've been together ever since, and we got married two years ago when it became. Uh, legal in New York State. And congratulations to that for sure. Um, You know, I'm not going to say that I'm I'm mildly obsessed with the fabulous Beekman boys. Jonathan's one of your biggest fans. Yes, and I've watched you for years, and I do... I have to say you're living my dream, So, and I love that I can share in that through you know the TV shows and, and your website and everything. Talk to us about, in 2007, what possessed you to buy a farm? Well, every autumn, um, you know, when we were living in New York, we would go uh, on an autumn trip, you know, somewhere upstate, and we uh-huh. literally would open up, open up a map of New York State and close our eyes and put our finger down, and wherever our finger landed, that's where we would drive for the weekend. That's and uh, one, one weekend in 2006, uh-huh. we uh, came across a little town called Sharon Springs, New York, population 545. Oh, wow, and, tiny. Uh, so we decided to drive up, and uh, on just kind of touring the town that weekend, we came across this uh, beautiful old farmhouse that was built in 1802, and we just fell in love with it. And, you know, this was back in 2006, um, so we closed on the property in 2007, 
So you can, if you go go back to 2007 and remember what the economy was like, you know, we both had great great jobs in the city. Josh was at a big advertising agency, and you know, I was working at Martha Stewart at the time. Mm-hmm. And you know, we we thought we were just had great careers, and we took out a huge mortgage because they were giving wow. away for free. And then right. 2008 came, and we both lost our jobs within 30 days of each other, and oh. we had this giant mortgage on a farm in upstate New York, and we were like, we gotta we gotta make these ghosts work for us. Yeah, wow. (laughs) And what's fascinating, I mean, really, even though we've been able to follow uh, y'all and your success and everything, Mm -hmm. you were really having the problems that Americans everywhere were having, um, which is kind of fascinating, and especially because through your show we get to kind of watch. I know, Josh, that you kind of stayed in New York to work you know, during the week and would only be able to come back to the farm on weekends while uh, you, Brent, stayed on the farm. I mean, it was the struggle. So many people had to decide what their sacrifice was because they have this mortgage to pay. And, you know, I mean, it really was the everyman's issue. No, absolutely. And that's why, um, you know, the Bagless Speaking Voice show resonated with so many um, different types of people. Um, right, yeah. You know, I think when the, net, when the network uh, kind of first green list of show, I think that they thought, you know, it was going to be a show that played very well to, um, you know, the urban gay market. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, by the time it started airing, so much of the country was experiencing exactly what we were experiencing. You know, they were out of work or they were trying to reinvent themselves. Right. Uh, you know, they were yeah. financial struggles. And so it really resonated with a large uh, swath of people. Um people that they never thought would watch a show about two gay guys. Right. Sure, absolutely, uh, yeah. How how did it go about to, you know, reach out to the network, or did they reach out to you to get the show? How did that all start up? Well, the way we, we actually had, um, once we started making uh-huh. soap and making speech and making other things, we started a website, of course, and we just had a, we started chronicling, you know, the days, days in the lives of these two gay city guys learning how to become goat farmers. Right, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And the president of what was then Planet Green Network was somehow got on our mailing list, joined, joined up, uh, joined on our mailing list, and uh, she called us down to the city and said, "I think we want to do a TV show with you guys." See, oh, that's wow. amazing. And you know, for those of us, if you, you know, if you've been fans of yours, but if you didn't pay close attention to the timeline, um, it, you know, if you're not paying attention, the Amazing Race. The assumption for so many people is that, well, that happened, that gave you the money to do the farm. But that's not true. The Amazing Race came in when, 2012? Yeah, we, we had started our business in, um, you know, in early 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the, the Fabulous Speaker Boys show came about in 2010. Right. And, um, and then kind of chronicling us trying to start this business. And then um, the way the Amazing Race came about, and the Amazing Race was in 2012, mm-hmm. and the way, uh, the way the race came about was when our first cookbook came out. Right. We were at uh, the Santa Monica Library in, um, uh, in Santa Monica, of course, and we were doing a book signing, and this little lady um, you know, came up to get her book signed after we gave our talk, and um, she, was, she said, oh, I'm such a big fan of the Fabulous Speakman Boys, and... Um, you know, every week my next door neighbor comes over and we watch your show together. <laughs> and so in, in our minds, we were like, oh, these two little, you know, old ladies yeah. watching our show together. <laughs> and, uh, and then she said, and she's the president of CBS Reality TV. Oh, oh wow. 
And honestly, I didn't believe her because that made no sense at all. You know, why would the president (laughs) of CBS Reality be going to this woman's house to watch our show? Right, (laughs) right, yeah. And so really flippantly, I said, well, if she's such a big fan, why aren't we on the amazing race? And the woman said, oh, I'm going to tell her. And then she kind of went off, and we didn't think another thing about it. We just thought she was kind of a crazy fan. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then we got home and two days later, the phone rang and um, they said, hi, we're calling from the amazing race. We heard she wanted to run. And that's how we got on the show. Whoa. But what, what people, what people don't realize, and, and this is kind of more of the kind of the entrepreneurial story is that, you know, when you're, you're starting a business like ours, you know, particularly mm-hmm. any type of business, but in particular, a farm based business that, you know, a farm is so capital-intensive to start up. Right, oh, And, yeah. uh, you know, so we were, you know, still, even though our business was growing, you know, gradually, um, we were still struggling to, you know, to cover the expenses of the growth and to cover, you know, the mortgage. So Josh ended up taking, as you said, a job back in the city right. uh, to help cover the mortgage uh, while we were getting the business up and going. So we lived apart for five years. Yeah, really, it wasn't until the Amazing Race, the winning that, that I was able to move up to the farm full time. Oh wow! Oh wow! But we that the Amazing Race literally did pay off our mortgage. And you guys owned that race. I mean, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you could say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say I think you're maybe you had just the right motivation because it was time to you know go full time on the farm. But you know how exciting for you to have gone all the way and then won. Well. Yeah, it was much better than going all the way and not winning. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. I will, I will admit that. Yeah, getting there. And no, no, we we hung on by the, you know, by our fingernails the entire race, and and we knew we watched reality, reality television, and we right. knew we were that, that we were supposed to be that middle aged gay couple that you know cracked a bunch funny campy jokes and then get out by episode five. Yeah, right. right. Uh, <laughs> so, and not only were we surprised and the viewers surprised, but the producers and Phil were surprised every time we hit that finish map. Wow. And what a way, I mean, that would just make my, you know, drag queen attitude come right out, just to yeah. prove it. <laughs> just to prove to those producers. <laughs> yeah. Take that, queen. Yeah. Something that you mentioned that... Um, you mentioned, you know, the the lessons you're learning on on how hard it is to start a farm. One of the things that I actually am fascinated by and love is this line that you have started the mortgage lifter um yeah you know right along it's a i i find it amazing when successful businesses find a way to give back do you mind telling our listeners a little bit about the mortgage lifter line yeah well the way that started was that um you know we were all you know as i said josh and i were living apart for five Mm -hmm. years we were always trying to think of what was going to be the next big kind of blockbuster product that we produced that would finally be the thing that kind of was the tipping point and, you know, paid off our mortgage. And then we, we stumbled across an heirloom tomato called the Mortgage Luster Tomato that was first spread in 1929. Oh, wow. And we thought, oh, this is funny. We'll make a pasta sauce called the Mortgage Lifter Pasta Sauce. And and we'll just be honest about it and say buy enough of this and, and we'll pay off the mortgage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So we we, start, we planted a whole field of tomatoes and then then we ran the amazing race and we won the amazing race. So we decided to use instead of obviously keeping the pro- profits for ourselves, we decided to take the profits from the pasta sauce and give them back to other small farms across America 
and it was it launched so successfully. The first day we sold over seven thousand jars wow. on our our website, and then it was so successful that Target picked it up last year. See, and that's wow. amazing. And is it true? Did I read that it was uh, those first seven thousand were from a post you put on Facebook? Yeah, yep. The, it was. I, I mean, yeah. people were people were really intrigued, like you, and like, how can I buy a product that? I give it back to farmers in a general way. Sure, you know, a lot yeah. of people shop, they shop at farmers markets or they belong to CSA, but there's nothing in their grocery store that they can buy that, that right. directly helps small farms. Right, exactly. That's kind of a harder thing to find in oh, your huge. everyday grocery store. Um, you boys are such entrepreneurs and you know big thinkers on what next. What what do we do next? And um, you know how do we start up another business? What's the hardest part of that? You know between the two of you and just in general. Um, I mean the hardest part is that we're a small business. You sure. know, I think we started our business at the kitchen table. And mm-hmm. we didn't. We did, we haven't taken on debt. We realized that part of the reason we got into trouble in 2008 was because all of America was in debt. So when we started our small business, we decided that we weren't going to take on huge loans, um, not a lot of no venture capital or anything like that at right. the time. So, so the hard part of business is that we're growing like a business should. We sell something, we like make a little money, we put it back. We're not like mm-hmm. a tech company that. You know that two hundred million dollars falls in their lap, and we're doing this. We're doing this interview right now from the exact same kitchen table that we started this at. Oh, I remember the episode of your kitchen table. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's amazing. And I have to say, that's one of the things I love about your site is, and watching the TV show, is watching. You guys just, it's real. This is exactly the struggle. And i and it does make me ask, you know, we got to see everybody live on television, how hard that first couple of years was even on your relationship because that's rough. You're not, you can't be together during the mm-hmm. week. Did you find that the, the television cameras made that even harder? I mean, the fact that you guys are still yeah. at 15 years is is amazing and and wonderful to see. But did you find the TV show makes that more difficult? Yeah, and actually, you know, one of the... Um, I mean, the show didn't have too many critics, but of the people who criticized the show, they criticized that we argued too much. I saw that, yeah. Uh, and, you know, and you know, at the time um, when the show was being produced, we um, were living apart for the first time in our mm-hmm. relationship. Um, we were under incredible financial stress because we thought we were going to lose the farm. And, um, and, you know, at the same time, you have TV cameras in your face. You know, so it was just, it was so stressful. And, and you know, we were only filming on the weekends. Because Josh was in the city during the week. So he would come up on Friday night, on Saturday morning, you know, all day Saturday and Sunday would be filming the show. So all the arguments that a normal couple would have over the course of a week, we were compressing into two days, and the cameras were there to film it. Mm. Um, so it was just a really, really stressful time in our life. Wow. Yeah. What do you think, what has helped you to get through it, like, together? That, you know, what has been that strength, I guess, in your in your relationship? Well, I mean, I mean I'm obviously the rock. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think when you're a good 
team, you're a partner in everything. You're a partner in life, you're a partner in love, and you're a partner in business. So mm-hmm. I think if, if if you have chosen a good partner, or you're lucky enough to have found the right partner, then, then you're going to succeed eventually together. And we are together literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, wow. Someone help me. that is adorable that's perfect right adorable adorable um what is next what is coming up next what's the next big idea next show maybe jonathan would love that just keep doing stuff (laughs) yeah Uh, i'll be happy yeah do you have anything new coming up um and then of course we'll remind uh uh, listeners where to go to your website but anything we can look forward to well we're um you know um we're we're right now working on a big uh food product line for target Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, our pop, people can find all the pasta sauce in Target, uh, every single Target store in America by the end of March. Oh, wow. And you know, our bedding and furniture collection uh, just launched with Bloomingdale's uh, oh. in October. Wow. And, um, you know, we're, you know, we get pitched ideas for TV all the time. Um, you know, it, it's always a struggle because the type of show that we're interested in and that would be. Um, appropriate for our company mm-hmm. is not necessarily the type of show that gets good ratings on TV. <laughs> right. right. Um, so, you know, we're all, we get pitched a lot of kind of crazy ideas that nothing has been kind of appropriate thus mm-hmm. far. So we really just try to focus on, you know, growing the business just like anybody would try to grow business. I mean, I'll do anything on TV. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> like to come... Go ahead. I'll make Honey Boo Boo look like Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you we, go. <laughs> on our show, we do like to call ourselves media whores. I have a great respect for media whores. So, so, it's amazing. Well, that's why we that's why we doing your show. On a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, thank God it keeps media our media whore to media whore. Exactly. I do have to say, you know, I like to call uh, people who just live their life and yet make such an influence on the world accidental activists. And I think by you all just living the truth, unfortunately, maybe, or fortunately in front of everyone, I think that is amazing because it changes the way we look at gay people, really, in this world. It takes away the stereotypes. You are are so right about that. You know, the Fabulous Speaker Boys was the first... Uh, reality shows that focus on a long-term gay relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, up until that point, um, a lot of Americans, particularly middle America, had never had any exposure to a long-term gay relationship. Exactly. And most of the emails that we would get would be from, you know, heterosexual couples uh, who would say, you know what, we would have never watched a show about two gay guys. Right. But, you know, happen across your show, and you're just like we are. You, your relationship is just like us. We right. have the same argument. We have the same conversation. Um, and so it, it really did open a lot of people's eyes. And, uh, you know, some of the best emails that we got were from uh, families who had young kids mm-hmm. who, mm-hmm. Um, you know, the parents suspected that the kids might be uh, gay. But, you know, right. if a kid's six years old, they're not going to have the discussion about the birds and bees with them. So they right. just put on our show. Just put on the show, watch, watch it together as a family. You're, so you're like doing, ambassadors. Yeah, and by doing that, they were they were telling the kids, you know what? Josh and Brent are a gay couple, and we're fine with them. So if you happen to be gay, we're going to be fine with you, too. 
And that's that's amazing. That's beautiful. Now I have to say, you know, I we have a great deal of respect for for you guys for sure on Outspoken because you know this is what we do every week is try to bring to our conservative east side of Washington um, people who are doing amazing things and are just living their lives. And so we really appreciate that you you've taken time today. I do have to say though, we would be remiss if we did not ask about three very important people on your farm. And that would, of course, be Polka Spot, Farmer John, and Mary Beekman. Can you give us updates on these amazing <laughs> individuals? Um, well, yeah, Mary is our little ghost girl yeah. on the farm. And I have to say she's been very quiet, very, very quiet. Like she's, a, she's a little ghost girl that the ghost hunters that came said that Frank and I are her invisible friends. Yeah. But she's been very quiet. I think she's she's grown up and she's moved on to some other invisible friends, perhaps. Um, he's not around much. Farmer John is doing great. He is, uh, right now, not quite as busy because all the goats are pregnant in the barn. They start having their babies to death. And what Farmer John does during the winter when the farm tours are left, um, is he, uh, crochets wool scarves. I saw that. He sells them at Beekman1802.com. And he has a wait list of 321 people. Oh, Wow. That's amazing, yeah. and they look really cool. I saw the post of him wearing his scarf. Yeah, he, they're really beautiful scarves. And then uh, Polka Spot, she's our diva llama, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know she has her own thing going on. She's she's writing her fifth comic book now. She'll oh. come out in the <laughs> and uh, she has like fifteen thousand followers on Facebook. Oh, wow! And, um, <laughs> you know she you know she's her own little mini industry over there. <laughs> and that's amazing. I want to, uh, you know, say thank you for sharing your life with, uh, you know, the public and letting us. It's a nice escape. And like I said, you're living my dream. So the Outspoken Boys are going to have to visit Sharon Springs, I think, and see. You oh, know. You could, you'll fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> we would love it. Thank you for taking time on a Sunday morning in your busy lives for being with us here in Spokane. Well, you're welcome. You have a great day. You too. You as well. Bye. Bye. And that was Brent Ridge and Josh Kilmer Purcell. They are the fabulous Beekman boys. If you have never watched that show, you really need to check it out. They, they're entertaining, they're fun, and, you know, they're good people just trying to, to live their lives. Go to Beekman1802. com, and you can look at their store. First of all, I would shop there Constantly. All the time? Um, if Yeah, if I yeah. had the money, that's just where... Because yeah. it's very it's very cool. The products that they do, like they said, they had goats. Mm-hmm. And so they started making goat milk products from soaps to cheeses. Cheeses, to, yeah. Um, so, I mean, what's amazing is they took an idea and they ran mm-hmm. with it, but they did it by hard work. So many of us right, want right. it to pay off tomorrow. And take it the easy road. It would be yeah. nice. I'm, we're I, not going to lie. <laughs> but... They show that through hard work, mm-hmm. I mean, they Passion have come a long way. Passion and dedication. Yeah. They're the cutest couple ever, they I just want to say. are adorable. They, I love them. Yeah. They're so much fun. So we were excited. That was a lot of fun talking to the Beekman boys. We're going to take a quick break here and then get back up with the wrap-up. We are. We're going to play a song by Jill Sobule, um called I Kissed a Girl. One time I kissed a girl. Me too. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. Jonathan and like do best, not. What? Yeah, it was the best comment. Uh, Just out yeah, of yeah. nowhere. One time I kissed a girl. One time. It was so. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> understated and yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i, I mean, like it sometimes it right. happens sometimes. Uh, on sometimes. accident you know right gotta peel it's them been off. years since i kissed a girl oh good and i would good. have to keep it that way i know unless yeah, we're been... acting and acting's different it's been uh, give me a good role and i'll kiss a girl yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Acting is different. Acting is, is kind of like okay, fine. I'll I'll kiss a girl. I always said I, I would guess. make a horrible drag queen, and so I said I will never do drag. It's just a lot of work. I knew yeah. a lot of drag queens. Yeah, and then some director walked in at my job and offered me a role where I had to be a drag queen, and I did it. But it was wonderful. But you had fun. It, it continue. It did inform me that yes, it is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a right. very ugly woman. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, more power to the drag queens out there. <laughs> no, I shaved every. I mean, everything uh, I was going to be. <laughs> but you know, it is work. Yeah. And for me, I grow facial hair within two hours. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So. There's a lot of. Mm. And speaking of drag queens, uh, not going to say specifics, but just know that. We're probably going to have some pretty big drag queens on the show. Let's yes, pretty we, quick actually. Uh, pretty nationally, world, world over, famous world renowned, <laughs> world renowned. So we're getting final details, but just just to throw that out there. Yeah, just look forward to that. Right. Maybe good show. So Great show. first hour, we were welcomed by Brooke with Ecstatic Dance. Who is fantastic? Let me just say. Oh, I adore great, her. I love great her. Great girl. And so we talked about that. You can go. Do freeform dancing, ecstatic yeah. dancing at 1030 on Saturdays mm-hmm. um, down at the Lotus. Lotus Self-Defense. So that was cool. Then we got into some heated discussion about gay marriage. And the Supreme Court and Christianity being part of the government slash not. Yes, which we have issues with. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> but uh, hashtag Supremes Watch, we are finally, we've been yes. talking about it forever. Yes. Finally, we're going to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And by June, we're going to have a ruling. So, right, exactly. Which I'm sure there's going to be rallies right? everywhere. I know. I'm excited. Hey, Supreme Court, please, for my birthday in June, can you just right. rule? I uh, think that would be awesome. That'd be the best birthday present. No right? one else would have to get me anything. Right? Maybe. Well, so. I'd still like. Some. I mean, let's not yeah. uh, deny presents. <laughs> yeah, <we're laughs> I feel like you're getting a little yeah. too excited, and I'm not you're thinking crazy. Away. Yeah, just crazy. <laughs> Let me save you from. That. Yeah, right. Thank oh, you. What a beautiful thing that would be. Yeah. Of course, the Oscars. <gasps> yeah, um, very excited. There's lots of uh, movie subject matter that happens mm-hmm. to be about the LGBT community. There's lots yes. of LGBT actors. Imitation game. Imitation is up game. For quite a bit of Oscars. I, I love him. Who's already fantastic, and then he already. played in a beautiful role oh, as gosh. Alan Turing. Right. Which, uh, you know, not fun. No. He got Alan comically Turing. castrated because he was a homosexual yeah. in the 50s. And it's a real life thing. But mm. there's some great movies out there, Into the Woods. I'm going to be watching a lot of these for the first time, and I'm oh, excited. Uh, yay. Um, we'll be seeing those so we can make our picks. Yes, exactly. We're going to have one of those days where we watch most of them. Right. I I, I used to love dollar theaters when I lived in Tulsa. Yeah. And you could just spend a day just you yeah. know, going to, and not break the bank. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I love movies, and we love the Oscars. So the boys are going to oh, make yeah. their picks. You can make your picks with us. Uh, when we make them, we'll let you know when that's going to be. And let's see. You oh, know, yeah. Who gets closest? Who's going to win? Let's find Obviously, out. Obviously, um, Meryl Streep's rolling into the woods oh. is going to be. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't want to spoil anything. I yeah. saw Into the Woods. Meryl Streep is in it. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> I have heard amazing things. <laughs> yes. About it. I yeah. also heard that it kind of stays closer to Grimm's fairy tales on yeah. certain things. Yeah. So yeah, on maybe things. not all Disney people, just so you are aware. Yeah. Some things might traumatize your children. 
but it's uh, supposed to be fascinating. I love a- actors who transform Meryl Streep's on there. So we're going to be talking more and more about that. Speaking of the Oscars, remember, you can buy your tickets to Spokane AIDS Network Oscar Gala, which That's is a right. great fundraiser they do every year. Mm-hmm. Tickets, I believe, stop on February 1st. Yes. Yep. Um, so you can get them right up to there. We do encourage everybody to, to, to go. To go, if mm-hmm. you can go, if you can it's afford at to. It's Northern definitely. Quest Casino. Yeah, and it's always... Mm-hmm. A huge event. It's a blast. It's black tie optional, I think. Yeah. It's very formal. Yeah. Very nice. And I think that's fun. We all yeah. need some excuse to, to yeah, dress Yeah, to up. dress up and to so, look nice. And we, of course, support best. San. Um, we've had a, we know a lot of great people over there, and oh, I love our relationship. I have to say that Kyle Richardson, he was on our show when we did the, the first prep panel. Yeah. Um, had never been on our show, so he got to witness the, the crazy. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he had a good time, and yeah. when we released our video... Uh, this week, mm-hmm. um, because remember, every week our YouTube channel has a new video. We release it, yeah. Yeah, he shared it on his Facebook page and said, these are a couple of really funny gay guys. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle is this week's favorite person of mine. He really, so. right? There you go. Him and his husband. I, uh, we need to meet. Beautiful. Uh, I've never beautiful. met the husband, but if he's married to Kyle, he's got to at least be smart. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> at least. No, yeah. We're big fans of Kyle's as well. Oh, See, yeah. we don't, we're not only big fans of our celebrities who call in, but we're oh, just of yeah. everyday people. Yeah, just, exactly. We like them. We're just your big fans. Yeah. Yeah. We're big. I, I actually caught myself the other day um, mentioning friends that I hang out with. And I'm like, well, I hang out with um, like my best friend, her, my best friend, him, my best friend, her, my best friend. Right. Him. And I'm like, wait, they can't all be my best friends. But see, that's but so funny. They when are. I was in my 20s. I yeah. got into because you drama. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in your 20s. And it was a bunch of gay men. And I had these two really close friends. I mean, they sure. were basically family. And I was caught by one of them calling the other one my best friend. Yeah. But I considered them both my, be- both my best friends. Let me tell you, high Terrible. school mm-hmm. drama yeah. began. It was right. Mean Girls all of a sudden. And yeah. it exploded <laughs> and it was ugly. And, I'm, and I, I stood by and I said, well, I can have more than one best friend. Right. No. One people, of them yeah. was like, yeah, that's cool. One of them was like, that's not That allowed. is not okay. So anyway, so funny. But I yeah. agree. That's why I just started calling certain people family. Right. Exactly. Because family can be more than one. And, and then that's, yeah. yeah, it's a little more acceptable. Exactly. And I feel like they're family. Anyway, yeah. So. I just stay safe with the good friend. This is a really good friend of exactly. mine. Exactly. Yeah, because so then it's, yeah. This people is a good get, um, yeah, I know people, people get, get way, cray. Uh, yeah, it's cray. Yeah, so it's so much. It's so much fun. We always have fun on the show. So we did. Um, and we just had a great interview with the Beekman Boys. Rem- do go to Beekman eighteen oh two dot com because you can just tour. You can also watch videos of mm-hmm. Polka Spot, who is the like he said the yeah. diva llama. <laughs> Not kidding. First season because I was obsessed yeah. with him. Um, there was a whole afternoon where Polka Spot laid down in the middle of the field and didn't move and they thought maybe she had died. Right. Yeah. And then it just ended up she was depressed and dramatic. So, <laughs> <laughs> and she's and I'm like <gasps> she was taking a break. She, she was just taking a break. The llama version of me. Yeah. I <laughs> love her. Yeah. And like he said, yeah. the big thing on the farm is every time the coat the goats go through breeding season and they they give birth, Farmer yeah. John is very emotionally attached to his goats. Sure. And so I love watching those shows. Like yeah. I said, I I find them so entertaining. I can't help. Yeah, but yeah. Watch. Well, it's, reality TV really is that way. You know, you find yourself connected to the characters. Right? You're like, I've never been in space, but I love this show. <laughs> I know, right? You know, yeah. But I feel like I have. But I feel been. like I have. I can relate to right. floating around. And yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, it's like in water, but not. Yeah, <laughs> it's like swimming. And what I love about them is it's not. 
you know, there's not games. Yeah. There's not all that. It's just it's them just their following life. their lives. Yeah. And they, yeah. like they said, there's 543 people in Sharon's Spring. Right. <laughs> and so um, it's fun to watch. Well, there's a nice little mm-hmm. gay community there. Mm-hmm. And how they made connections with other community members. And yeah. it's just very, I don't know if I could live in Sharon Springs because it's a lot of snow. You might love it. I might love it. A lot. Yeah. A lot of snow. Which is a constantly. good thing. To some people, I suppose. Yeah, and I think I that's suppose, great. But yeah. I don't know if I can handle and that's okay. six months out of the year being that's, buried in snow. I don't I, think I six could. Six months? Well, that's a lot. That's a tall order. I don't order. know if it's six months. I could be yeah. over-exaggerating. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <But> three. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> but it's a long time, yeah. Sergey. <laughs> it's more than one day with eight feet of snow. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, <laughs> I don't know how you ain't do Ain't no it. one got time for that. If that's I can true. go up to a mountain and have it, and then, but I know I get to come back home, then I'm fine. Well, see, and that's, <laughs> I think that's a perfect happy medium. Like, at your house, there's nothing. On your right. way to work, nothing. But right. then you go up to the mountains, But you choose to be with the snow? I like that. Sure. To choose to be with us. Okay, I think we, we both agree on that. We one. are going to. I'm telling you, we are mm-hmm. going to visit Beekman Farm. We're going to have to some at this spring point. day. We're yeah. going to go there, and yeah. I think it's interesting. Mary, who, like they said, is a resident ghost, she has moved on. She was a little four year old girl, and in the beginning, she she stuck with them a long time and was always doing crazy, moving things and stuff like that. But I guess she's moved moved along. Moved along. That's because Aww. they brought happy. To the farm, and so you're saying and words, and I think they mean something that they don't. But I guess <laughs> they're names of goats, or no? Something? Mary Beekman is a ghost. A ghost. They had a little four year old ghost. ghost. Okay, yeah, I thought that, that was a ghost. lived at the farm. Okay, <laughs> you're saying words. Yeah, and I think they mean something. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. That's typically what happens. I when know. You know me for a little while. You just get to that. Jonathan point where just you're like, starts naming off things, right. and, then and then my cars. friends are like, "I'm just not paying yeah. attention." <laughs> Stick foliage in there. <laughs> Try that one for a change. All right, we're gonna take one last song break before we let you go for the rest of your Sunday hot mess day. Yeah. Um, this song is going to be called. Uh, Telekinesis, it's a band out of Seattle that I discovered uh, while at a surprise concert in Capitol Hill. Surprise! Um, that just happened. Not like Capitol, Capitol Hill, like Seattle, Seattle District, Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill. Yeah. Um, so it's called Please Ask for Help, and I agree with that message. Please ask for help. That was Telekinesis. Please ask for help, and you are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And I just noticed that we have not played any of our celebrities. I know. We, you got a celebrity. About it. Uh, fast. Fast. Yes. Yeah. A, yeah. a celebrity. You didn't have to fast. hear them. Yeah. We'll go ahead. We'll let you have one week where we don't have them yeah. telling you how cool we are. And that I you know. Should listen. We won't brag about it too but much. But I will say, yeah. in the last <laughs> in the last five minutes, four minutes of our show, we'll yeah. just do some brief reminders. Remember, hashtag ready for the 5K. Ready for the 5K. If you want to join us in breaking through for cure for mm-hmm. brain tumors from the American Brain Tumor Association, um, just go to bt5k.org. Yes. Find Spokane. Pick Spokane and pick, I want to join a team. Yes. Join Outspoken. Outspoken. Go down and register now. It's going to be May 16th. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we are here to help you all the way. We are going to help you train Mm -hmm. and give you tips to train. I've never done a 5K. So if you need someone to help motivate you to do that, we have someone on the team for that. If you like running, Sergey can be there to help you get motivated just to be part of this. It's for everyone and it's for an amazing cause. And that's the most important thing. We do have a goal. We would love to raise $700 for this 
uh, event. So yep. we need you to join our team we and sign up. People we have people there. already signed up. We need more. We so, need more. And give me, give me more. A, give me if more. If you want to learn how to make protein bars, you can check out our YouTube channel. Yeah. And look for the we gave snacking you, with the boys. That's right. We gave you a recipe and a video how to, to yeah. do it. Um, and we are just silly and we give you information. So that's I know. It's kind of fun. And you can go to hotmessunday.com. Um, and that the video is going right. to be there or f- get us on Facebook. We will also have it up there. Something else very important that's coming up on February 16th. That's a Monday mm-hmm. from 4 to 7 at the Universalist Unitarian Church of Spokane, which is up by Spokane Falls Community College. No hate campaign is coming to town. And you can be a part of it. It's a, it's fun. It's amazing. It's going to be 4 to 7. Um, open to public. Mm-hmm. Come open to in public. and take your picture with the little no hate and get an airbrush yeah. photo back. Exactly. And it's you know what's even more fun is it's a... I love that it's a visual protest. It is, yeah. So you get to feel cool, too. It's fantastic. And you look really good. So the boys are going to be there. We've mm-hmm. been able to get them to town. So we will be there all day, set up and tear down. Um, but we encourage you, please join up. Go to nohatecampaign.com. Calm, and you can look for Spokane and then sign up for it. Or go to our page on Facebook, Outspokesman, and you can follow our link there to sign up or send us an email, listeners at hotmesssunday.com. That's right. We will give you all the information you need. And listeners at hotmesssunday.com also send us an email if you want to keep track of the 5K and the tips that we give you. We um, have so much fun stuff for you to be involved in. I know, exactly. And this week's tip, don't forget, drink water. Bring your water bottle with you and just drink Drink, up. yeah, drink. You don't even have to track it. Just drink more than you would exactly. normally. Just more and than you would normally. It's a habit. And that. remember, if you want a cool little app for your phone, um, go ahead and find the app Streaks, and it's a way to form habits and to take, kind of see how you're doing on the. Yeah. It's, it for me being someone who likes to track things, it helps me to create a habit because I get to you know, put right. a number on exactly. it and be like, oh, I and made you it know. six days, you Yay. know, and that motivates me. So. Yeah, and I hear what is it, twenty, thirty days, thirty days of doing something. Is it's a, a habit. Time as well. Yeah, it's like a month. So just do yeah. it for a month. You got it good. It takes a week to break a habit and uh, yeah, more weeks to more we- <laughs> make it. More than one, one to make it. <laughs> but do it. Remember, follow the boys. We are always there to motivate you. We are. And uh, next week, we are going to welcome gay hip-hop artist Caswell back to Outspoken. He was on our show about six months ago. Coming mm-hmm. back, we're going to talk about his music and what he's doing coming in the future. And uh, celebrating another gay artist. That's right. So we're excited. So don't forget... To join us for that. That's right. Tune in next week at Outspoken and enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening.